Well, welcome, welcome, welcome. Episode 10. Yes. Yeah. We're here. Double digits, baby. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so Rouse become, you know, our uh, token uh, Dominican. Yo, I'm homes. just doing it. Let's it's do it. Party Homes. <laughs> oh, man. That record is blown up. Episode 10. We episode 10. We've Double made digits. it. Big episode. What the fuck are we talking about? Is this a milestone for you us? You know, we, um, well, let's get into our uh, recent events. Yeah. You, yep. you had your Mag Park uh, four year anniversary, four times platinum. Four times platinum. Avenue baby. in Hollywood. Yeah. How was that? Um, it was amazing, honestly. It was uh, one of those um, just fun nights full of good people. Um, huge shout out to the Tau group. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. Shout out to Deb. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to Greg, Tyler, and um, the, all the family that was involved with getting this night together. Shout out to to Ian, um, who was behind the scenes and really got this thing going. We had Ian a Fletcher. nice dinner yeah. that two of you couldn't make it to because y'all were laying fucking Costco, <laughs> fucking hardwood laminate. Uh, listen, look, man, listen. When I when I found out why, listen, I was like, man, listen, listen. I get it. No, I get it. I get it. Wifey duties. I get it. No, I understand. I understand. I I tried. This is my biggest, you know, gig for the year. That's all. You know. I owed you one because you yeah. didn't come to the engagement yeah, party. So Mickey's hey. got two birthdays. <laughs> yeah. and we, uh, at, Mickey's got two birthdays in a year now. Yeah. It's his Mag Park birthday and his, and his, and his, and his birthday. I made so it to his actual birthday. You better make birthday. it to one yeah. of them. I made it to his actual birthday. Credit. Yeah. Joe so. didn't come to the actual birthday, so right. he had to make it. We'll swap. So we swap. It's a busy weekend. It's fair. All right. All right. I'm not. I'm equally not happy with you either <laughs> for the year but no <laughs> no years. but we had a we had a we had a great dinner yeah nice didn't even get to like really eat dessert it just came out and we had to just oh, like put it on Sammy the sam and i hung back for a little oh, bit smash yeah we, we were like eating as because there was three trays of it so as we we're going across the table yeah. we were picking as Dude, we, were going. we got all the fixings you know what i'm saying yeah, it was freaking dope. it was it was a great dinner uh shot over to um to avenue yep. small walkover Next door, and um, shout out to Edsky who always does an amazing job. Nice. I mean, so, if you want to hear, you know, um, a DJ that just knows how to set the vibe or set the room, yeah. Edsky's one of those dudes that man. Yo, Edsky gave me my first like real big opportunity at. Remember my house? Oh, of course. Edsky had me open for him, and man. I was like, that was a big opportunity. That was like back in '09 or '10. Yeah, and then, and then they, and because I did that, they didn't. Um, someone bailed last second, so they asked me to headline, which was like. Big deal. And I think, Remember that? I think, I think me and Andre showed up to that one. You did? And, and DJ. It, yeah, yep, and DJ. And I think that was the day that I experienced some shit in Hollywood where we have four girls coming okay. with us. Four girls, and they didn't want to let the Mike, girls Hold on, in. hold on, Mike. They we didn't got to stop for a second. Go, <laughs> go ahead. I'm intrigued. We didn't, they didn't want to let the girls in because one of them was a little okay. heavy set, right? I'm we, the heavy set friend, by the way. Listen, oh, I listen, know. It was fucking mind blowing to me and Andre, like because think about it. It's, it's the door guy was cool with you. guys. He was cool with us. He's worked with us in the so, past. You know what I'm saying? He was cool with us, and you know we at that time we really didn't experience it. You know, for the most part, it's like when Joe walks in with with guys. Not only were they guys, they were niggas. Mm. So he was like, "Yo, you know," he was like, "Oh, you guys are more than welcome to come in yeah, and yeah. whatever." But I was like, "Yo, you don't want to let the girls in?" Nah, man. Listen, I can let them three in, but I can't let her in. And I'm like. Damn. So I remember that day. I Yo, was just like, the, the, the craziest part is the big girl was like, what the fuck? Why? What's like, she didn't know why. She was oblivious. All to she it. knew that she couldn't get in and her friend knew. And the and her friend was just like, uh, she didn't want to tell her. But she's yeah. good. But then, you, let, listen, you know what? Her friends are good people because 
in that scenario, I would have seen a lot of girls be like, listen, girl, you got to go home. You're going to go into the mm. club. Right. They all Cut bounce. The you know what I mean? They Darwinism. all like, like, yo, if you're not going to let a home girl in, we, gonna go, we all going to leave. Yeah. So we, we understood it. We were like, hey, cool. We're going to go inside, though. Yeah. So we went inside. We saw Joe spin. He killed it. And, you know, we had a, we had a good time. Do you, um, think, do you think that scenario happens less now because of social media? No. You think it still happens? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. If they want to, like... Yeah. If they want to be dicks. Okay. I think it's even more now because of it, social media. It, yeah. They're also sending a message to everyone in line at the moment. Yeah. Like, right. we don't care who you are. You Chantel, not Chantel Jeffries, uh, homegirl from uh, uh, the um, the YouTube show, that R- Ridiculousness. Yeah. What's her name? Chanel West Coast. Chanel West she went Coast. through that at Poppy and made a big scene. She's like, you oh, know yeah. who I am? And she had a gang of girls with her and yeah. they're like, we don't care. Yeah. Like, I they think they're really trying to, in, in that moment, like, they're trying to make a statement. Also letting people know Yo, spend some money and we'll let you in. We don't care who you are. We got everybody right. we need in here. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But Crazy. back to Edsky. Oh yeah, no. Edsky's just, you know, one of those dudes that just knows how to set the room, set the vibe. So walking into that, yeah. It's it was really just at that point all on me to to perform and mm-hmm. so nice. easy uh, money. Easy money. No. Mike Mike made a easy work of it. He did his thing. <laughs> no, you know, it's funny because like um preset, and I guess it's good to give you guys a little inside scoop to our listeners, like um for the sake of conversation, this is probably like one of the better venues, mm-hmm. um, if not the for the best venue I've done in quite some time yeah. in regards to just status. And um, so the opportunity was, of course, like a big thing. And um, the night was a big thing. And just going into it, I, I've been there plenty of times hanging out with uh, Dre Sinatra, Just Incredible, and just like listening to their sets and, you know, getting an idea of what everyone's approach is to it while also trying to keep in mind what the venue wants to do okay. um and so going into it i honestly overthought the shit out of it mm. i was like i don't know what the fuck i'm gonna do like and um i definitely like put out more confidence than how i might have felt the preset mm-hmm. and then as the time went on and you know a couple you know casamigos and pineapples mm-hmm. like you're like okay like you know what, let me not think about this so much let's just have a good time That's i had put together man. a little crate you nice. know kind of based on uh, what we talked about before with just stuff I played in the past and then mm-hmm. just kind of, you know, there was like different kind of vibes. And yeah. so to me, it was just like either kind of vibe records that weren't quite, you know, getting you to the pinnacle. Yeah. And then there's just that like, all right, it's go time, create, and then a little bit of things to spice it up. You know, yep. we, you we, know? we've covered this in one or two episode. of the episodes, but yeah. like Avenue, like this crowd was the epitome of of just hanging out and not dancing. And yeah. so I'm looking at I'm looking at the crowd and I'm like getting a feel from what Mike's doing and I'm like, all right, like let's see how he does with this because they're not showing any love. They're not even acknowledging him. Mm. So so as time went as the night went on, they they really started to vibe out and feel it. And I thought you were there from jump, but it's just the crowd. They just they're in their own world. Yeah. Everyone's yeah. doing and their it own was, thing. And it's tough to gauge that because it is a room full of tables. Yep. Um and so you you kind of can see what's going on to your right, which was our table. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So of course they're they're vibing out because it's our it's party. People's. You know yeah. what I mean? And then um, shout out to Thomas Bryant and the homie Jermaine uh, main event. Uh, they they bought a table um, pretty much adjacent to us. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of the wizards showed up. Nice, um, Bradley Beal and um, dope, dope. other guys. And okay, you so got some ballers. They, they were they were jumping. Um, they were having a good time, and then. On the other side, you know, you, you got to deal with, like, the cool people. And there was a couple group of girls. Like, I can remember each little set that mm-hmm. what was working for them, what wasn't. And then at that point, it just came down to 
you know, I understood that a little more mic work when the presentations came out. I was on top of whatever the names yeah. were. And so all of those factors just really go into keeping the energy and want, making them want to dance, you know? So yeah. I knew I felt pretty confident about the overall night when, like, I didn't play Lizzo. It was, like, my 95th record. And, mm. like, I held on to that what felt like a good girl record for that venue, um, you know, at the time. So then I was like, okay, cool. Like, I didn't have to, like, utilize that. I'm still here. Yeah. And still now, let's go down even another, another little journey, you know, of, like, throwbacks and whatever else towards the end of the night and sing-along records or whatever. So mm. nice. it was a fun night. I had oh, a great time. Yeah. And, um, you know, there's a little wind that I, I could be back nice. um, on, a, on a regular night. So that's... That's I'll fun. be there for that one. Okay. Mm. I'm going to hold you to that. Yeah. I'll be there for that if one. If you're not booked. Yeah, exactly. Right. So. Or uh, or installing laminate. Uh, laminate floor. Unless you're uh, Listen, you Spiffy know. and I are about to start a company, a business doing that shit. <laughs> trying to tell y'all. So, business y'all, y'all on need business it. on business. Hey, man. Listen. I multiple multiple uh, revenue streams. Uh, Joseph. came back from Vegas. Vegas. Yeah. Um, Marquee Day Club, Tao Nightclub a few times, and Tao Beach. Uh, yeah. A lot of fun. Um. I, I don't know if you guys saw my stories. Oh, yeah. We saw. Oh, God. <laughs> Listen. I, I, was, I, I jumped was in, in the DM I, I about the conversation. Did. I said it. I said, topic on the podcast? Yeah. <laughs> so so there was a, a a girl trying to get in the DJ booth. And at the time, Chucky was DJing. And Chucky always welcomes girls in the DJ booth. And I was like, it's out of my hands. So she eventually, so when I got in there, she made her way in. Because we were telling her no. There was a couple other guys in the booth with mm-hmm. me. We were telling her no. She made her way in, and I'm like, all right, let's just see what happens. And then she's just like, but before she went in, she was like, she she showed me her phone. And normally when they show you the phone, they want to request a song, right? Yeah. And she says, please let me in. I'm from Ireland. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, what does that have to Oh, yeah. oh, why didn't you say so? Come on in. Like, Ireland? No, oh, yeah. Man. Oh, Ireland. Oh, man. Should have said that from jump. <laughs> But no, so so I'm thinking, all right, she's clearly a foreigner. She doesn't really, all she knows, I'm starting to gather, all she knows is what she sees yeah. on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And then she gets in the booth and she wants to stand next to me. I'm like, all right, man. So then she starts doing the hand-waving thing and going to the beat. And I'm just, and then she's like, she's like, come on, wave your hands with me. And like a real thick oh, accent. Yeah. I was like, no, you need to like stop, chill, you know? So then she keeps, she just keeps insisting and doing that. And she's like, come on, you know? And I'm just like, look. You got to get out of here at this point because you're bumping my elbows, man. man. <laughs> uh, you're, you're bumping my elbows. You're in the way. And she, you know, she just looked at like. <laughs> so so then my friends got her out of there. Yeah. And the, actually the, the the sound tech, the guy that was um, running the, 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 uh, the booth, he got her out of there. Okay. She, she slithered her way back in like 20 minutes later. And I was just Persistent. like, fuck, man. So she kept doing what she was doing. And I'm just, and so it really hit me like, yo, like girls see the shit. On Instagram, and they think I want to be in that booth. Yeah, not just that booth in particular, but like, so it may raise a question: like, why do girls always want to be in the booth? Like, they just like now. Mike and I were going back and forth about in DM. I'm like, is this the end all be all for women? They just they have to be in the booth. Like, you got tables, dance floor. You know, there's just like certain areas of the club where it's like, yo, this would be a dope shot. Or nah, I want to be in that booth. I want to let people know people that I don't know. I want to let them know I'm killing this shit, you know? And guys do it too. Guys definitely that do sh- it. I forgot at Marquee Day Club, some guy was like, yo, can I come up and, and get video? I thought I just want video from the booth. And it was like the end of the party. So it's mm. like, all right, whatever. 
and he ends up putting his arm around me doing this whole thing with the you know <laughs> selfie. I was like, oh shit! And Spider Tech was like, yo, get out of here! <laughs> like you, you, you take, you giving you inch, you take a yard. Get the fuck exactly. Out of here. So so yeah, so that was like uh, that's a question I proposed on Instagram, and and what was your what was your response? Um. I gotta look up my DM. I had a couple yeah. points of view. So, but. so then, so then the next day, I'm um, DJing with Scene, and uh, I just got done, and um, and I'm talking to Joseph Getright and uh, uh, someone else outside the booth, and I and there there was like no, there's three people outside the booth, and you know if you know the towel booth, only two people can kind of hang on the backside of the booth. Yeah, and there was three. So I'm like I'm in the booth trying to talk to these guys without being outside the booth, and like having them to look down on me and talk to me or bend down. You know, it's yeah. like just an awkward situation if I was out the booth. So I'm in the booth and I'm leaning over, having a conversation with Joseph. And then seeing while he's playing music, he like turns a, he turns a booth down and says, uh, so I saw your post about girls, you know, doing stuff in the booth and wanting to be in the booth to take pictures and all that. But guys do it too, right? So I'm trying to figure out why are you still in the booth? <laughs> And and instantly, uh, yeah. instantly, I'm like cloud chasing. Duh, duh. <laughs> was, was, yeah, was like, and that was my other rant on Instagram. Like, you know, we're all cloud chasing. We want to post pictures with people that have more followers than us, so we like get our engagement up. So I'm like, you know what? Fucking, I'm cloud chasing from this point. I'm owning it. Hey man, you know? shit. So so then she started laughing, and he was like. Oh, he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm waiting for you to put your arm around me and do the whole selfie thing. I'm like, that's another level of cloud chasing. I ain't trying to do that. <laughs> yeah, with I'm you. not there yet. I ain't quite I'm there good, yet. Yeah. There's a K yeah. behind my follower name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Shout out to Scene. He's, he's, he's dope. <laughs> Gotta love him for that. Yeah. yeah. No, I was saying, um, would you have react? I had asked you first. I'm like, would you have reacted like oh, that yeah. if you were single? Yeah. And then, um, it, yeah. And you said it didn't matter. That, right, that wasn't right. the part of it. Right. And then I think the the real takeaway moment though was um, it also plays a role on how big the booth is. Sure, yeah, sure. right. And so I was saying that I remember um, friends used to tell me this like ratio: like the hotter she is, the crazier she is, or yeah. the more she could get away with. Mm-hmm. Well, the smaller the booth, the hotter the girl has to be to get in. There you go. In in some forms, right? As go. far as like the venue, the look, yeah, right. Because if I got like my homie, and let's just say he's my size. You shouldn't be in the booth. Like, sorry. <laughs> just, just based off of, like, I mean, there's not enough space in look, here for us to like, be both being here. Joe, you're welcome. You know, you kind of fit everywhere, you know? In there. I can sit yeah, up on the can thing. hang out. We'll, I'm in the corner. We could capture a photo, you know, for content on the pod. You exactly. Know I mean? yeah, but, yeah. like, if it's just, like, you're just there, like, it's like, uh, like, you guys look uncomfortable. <laughs> and so, so, back to Mike's point, like, yeah, like, I think it does hold weight when the girl is hotter. Yeah. But... I've I've ne- that's never been my thing to have girls in the booth, even though the club the club kind of wants you to because it makes pictures look it makes everything looks good. You yeah, know, it's yeah, like yeah, a decoration. Yeah, that's an image thing. And I gave him the example like when I was single, I DJed in Dallas, and there was it was a small booth, and um, probably about the size of of Tao's booth, but just like lengthwise. Avenue, Avenue, yeah, and uh, and. And and I saw all these girls in the booth beforehand because it was a college night and there was a college DJ. And I was like, so I told security, I said, if you see, if any of those girls try and make it up or any girls, kick them out. Like the booth's way too small for five girls to be in there. Mm. So he was like, got you. So I'm DJing, everything's clear. Dude walked, the security walks away to go handle something else. These girls, boom, instantly, <laughs> on it. make their way in the booth. I was like, fuck, all right, just 
just chill, you know, we'll see what happens. You know, I always give, I always give him benefit of that. Mm-hmm. All right, I'll give you a chance, you know. So, so then <laughs> this girl is standing next to me on my left and she says, can you just scoot over a little? And I'm like, I'm sorry. What, wait, what, wait, wait, what? wait, 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 time out, time out, time out, She's like, no. you yeah, while you're DJing, I'm DJing to move I'm over. The music. The I'm booked here. and paid to play music in that booth. And <laughs> hey, she told you to move over a little she's, bit. And I was like, I'm sorry, excuse me? And she's like, no, nah, it's cool, it's cool. Just just a little, just just a little bit. And I was like, all right. They all got to go get them the fuck out of here. <laughs> right? and, and the security was like, oh, come on, come on. I was like, you fucking crazy? You tell a DJ to move? Yeah. Hey man, shit. Move, bitch. I'm not. I'm not mad at her. She got some balls. <laughs> you know, and this was before Instagram. This was before. Bad, I mean, Twitter was a thing, but you weren't doing it for for, yeah. for the clout. You were just. I mean, not on social media club, but Facebook I just, clout, Twitter clout. But no know, one I'm had a saying, phone. I don't remember the, any. Maybe any the of presence girls. just being there, like people in the crowd. Yeah, her. like yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know, man. Whatever. But it was. It was probably probably one of the funniest DJ stories I have with girls in the booth. Like, can you just move over a little? Like, no, that's cool. Oh, just just a little. Mm, oh, I'm but, sorry. Was I in your way? Yeah. yeah. Right. Excuse, let me move out of your way. I'm sorry. Yeah. Do you want to get to the CDJ? Because yeah. Oh, you you gotta you gotta plug in a USB. You gonna play your track? Yeah. You, you gonna, gonna do a next transition? You yeah, charge your phone. <laughs> no, they didn't know you can charge your phone from the CDJ oh, at that time. Man, <laughs> that was a secret. A uh, life hack. Um, but yeah, so Tao was uh, Tao Marquee Day Club. Um, Tao Beach, just incredible. Spun with him on Saturday. That was a lot of fun. Dope. Um, yeah, man. All, all it was a good good Vegas weekend. Nice. Had a nice. situation with an escort. Nice. That was fun. You know, game recognized game. I see that. Yeah. I saw that. Yeah. Nice. Did y'all, that. y'all talk about a collaboration. <laughs> um. You know what? I was like kind of off duty in that moment, and she was like, she followed me. She took my phone and followed me. Oh, not my phone. She she had me put my information in her phone, and I was like, all right. So then I just kept talking to my friend. When you walked away, did she unfollow you? Well, I just kept talking to my friend and she got the vibe like he ain't really interested. I mean, she thought it was my table. I was uh, at Chucky's table. She's, you know, uh, cloud chasing right here. I was at Chucky's table. She <laughs> thought I was it was my table. So she, um, you know, took my info down, walked away. I checked my phone 30 minutes. I didn't even check, you know, the, you know, someone follows you like, oh, yeah, yeah they follow yeah. right in front of you. I didn't even check the phone, like follow back. So I checked my phone a half hour later. I'm like, yo, she unfollowed me. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was offended. Like, yo, can I get them? Can I at least look at your pictures and yeah. send it to my girlfriend so we can have fun with this? But she had like the fake booty, <laughs> fake lips, fake boobs. Like she had the whole, her and her friend. Damn. The whole nine. And I'm just like, look, man, I'm off duty right now. I like, I ain't trying to teach you or coach you or any, you know, give you any type of information on how to raise your clout as a escort. But Damn. I'm single. what's their Instagram? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I wish I could. I, I, maybe I should have. Maybe she felt offended, right? You know. And the funny is, she made it. She did a lap, came back around. Chucky brought her in the booth because like he's into girls like that. Yeah, I, I he's guess. single. I'm assuming he's single. Yeah. So he sent them back to my not not my table, but the table I was at. But I was already at the table. But she got the vibe. All right, he ain't the one. He ain't the money man. Mm-hmm. You know, he's off duty. Let me uh, mess with this. He's he's just the opening DJ. We want the we want the headliner. We want Chucky's got the money. Got you, got you, got you. Well, it's episode ten. Yep. Right, big episode for us. Uh, First first checkpoint, if you will, because we got many more episodes to come. Um, so many. Um, and we've been asking, or actually, Danger and Rel, I think might have put a question. Well, we've been uh, we've been asking in mic. previous episodes, but yeah, we, we did true. We, yeah, so people have always sent us questions yep. uh, as they've been listening to the podcast, which we welcome all of them as as well as the smoke. 
Yep. Mm. We want to smoke, but we haven't gotten no any. Smoke. Yeah, no smoke. So especially well, with me. We maybe we're doing smoke, something right. We we did get smoke, but it was that wasn't smoke. Stupid. Fucking, you know, <laughs> mini trolling. Cooper Hot Wheels smoke. Yeah. But, <laughs> but uh, we got a couple questions from our listeners, and we're gonna do our best to get through as many as possible. Yeah. We're gonna give you our brief kind of answers. Yep. Uh, without brief, sticking. but impactful. But yes. Impactful. Yeah. Um, and uh, some of these questions are gonna be the first time. Some of us hear them, so even though they've been in our notes for 24 hours. Yeah. It's been a or long longer. 24 hours. <laughs> longer. <laughs> longer. Just, just for the sake of, you know, I got jumped by Hornets yesterday and right. not Charlotte. But, you know, like Charlotte. actual Hornets. <laughs> and uh, and then I also was dealing with a, a false report mm. of a uh, shooting at the Topanga Mall. Oh, yeah. I saw that yeah. about that. So uh, it was a long day. Yep. But uh, we got some questions. And uh, let's let's get to them. So so this first question, I we definitely want to be brief with it because this will be our next episode topic. Oh, what do what to do in a relationship when the partner is jealous? How do you explain the environment that she she needs you to trust you and all that? Uh, bro, bro, I don't know if Rel's the right guy for this because he seems like he's in like the perfect listen, relationship, man. And his girlfriend's a listen, DJ. I'm thankful for okay, my so Mickey. I'm thankful. No, 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 no. <laughs> Give her her roses. But yeah, <laughs> give her her roses. Give her her flowers. flowers. Speaking yeah. of that, because we were talking about DJ booths, you know, it it was actually uh, I actually gotten booked because of her. Because mm. so my my girl is a dancer. She was a dancer before she became a DJ. So whenever she hangs out with me in the DJ booth. She's always dancing. Yeah. She Choreography invites, dancer. Let's yeah. Like, let's get that right. Yeah, they're in their own little choreograph dancer. Like, like she, every, she's not, every DJ sets a step up, yeah. step it up moment. Because I dated different kinds of dancers. Yeah, no, we're, <laughs> not, we're, not, we're not talking <laughs> yeah. about... With, with, all, with, yeah, all, due respect, not, yeah, we, we, with yeah. all due respect to those dancers. No, no, no. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. She's a professional dancer. She's trained. You know, she's been dancing since she was younger. Hurry up. Let's get on this topic. So all her friends, you know, majority of her female friends that, you know, she invites out to come to the gigs are dancers as well. So I'll have them and I got girls dancing in the booth, as yeah. opposed to like having their phones Are out, white? being on their phone. No, they're not all not white. Oh, okay. Um, would have been even better. Yo, man, shh, bro. I'm telling her. I was like, yo, black we need to DJ recoup. with all white, white girls. girls? Oh, man. Listen, I, that, could, that could be that could be a good and bad thing for me, man. Yeah. That could be a good True. and bad thing for True. me. So, uh, I try to try to balance it out a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, listen, deep water. You're right. Going. Yeah, I'm going with you. <laughs> <laughs> try to get me fucked up out here. Bro. I just want to see how perfect his relationship <laughs> is. Bro forgot where he was. <laughs> the microphone anyways, in front of you. Anyways, I say all that because right. there are some positive things. If you got the right type of female in your booth, it could be it could be a, a good look like you were saying. If the chicks are bad and you yeah. got them in there, then cool. If they're moving, they're dancing, they're not on their phone and they're doing it. Yeah. Like I've had, I have bookers come up to me and be like, yo, who are those chicks? And I'm like, Oh, that's well. That's my girl, and that's all her friends, and I y'all introduce them or whatever. And I'm like, you know what I mean? And they'd be like, "Damn, all right, yo, can you do this spot? Can you do that spot? Yeah, I got uh, you. No problem, yeah, no problem, man. Yeah. So it worked in my favor. Anyways, maybe I shouldn't kick the that. girls out of the booth. You, you, listen, I'm, but again, they got to be the right type of girls yeah. because this shit. Did you say the white type of girls? Right, right. You said white. Are, okay. You said white. Go ahead. You correct are, yourself. Right, right. Dude, this shit don't look good. Like right. they're like, right. come on, man. Like yeah, you know, we don't want to see that shit. But if you see girls up there having a good time. That's a that that looks better. Yeah, yeah, well, it's an energy builder too, exactly. right? Exactly. If yeah. you look up to a DJ and he's like, and he's just looking there. like he's fucking building an Excel sheet, like <laughs> that's just boring. Like, yeah, putting, putting together a PowerPoint, <laughs> right? Like, oh, let me put that there. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> anyways, back to your question. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, just off, just off the just off the bat, you know what I mean. He said, "If the person is jealous, there's there's your problem right there." You say yeah. your 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 significant other is jealous, like it's not going to work out. <laughs> She's not going to understand it. You can explain it. You can give her the textbook reason of why, you know, why you're in the club and why it needs to be like that, or why it's a good look for right. you know certain people to be yeah. in the booth or right. whatever the scenario is. If your significant other is jealous. It's going right. to go one in the air and out the other. They're yeah. going to believe what they want to believe. Yeah. They're going to see what they want to see. And, so maybe uh, reevaluate you know, the relationship. Exactly. Let's start. Let's start there. Let's All right. Start well, there. before you fucking, we're the reason why people are single this next hey, man, uh, listen, holiday season. Just, again, my opinion. <laughs> hey, my opinion. Right. Cuffing season is around my point. Yeah, corner. summertime is ending. So yeah. right. you better figure it out. That's where big boys start to get popping. We warm. <laughs> uh-huh. oh, exactly. <laughs> Mike, Mike, what's your uh, two cents? Uh, you know, I've had um, I've had some experience in this department specifically. Um, I, I've had a girlfriend who's actually made me delete my Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> I remember uh, that. Yeah, yeah. We're talking extreme right now. Oh, yeah, I'm, you know, I had to like <clears throat> go through that whole process, but because that whole time I thought he got hacked, because that's what he was telling me. Uh, that's people. definitely what I told people. <laughs> and, I was like, damn, that's fucked. And up. just for, come after me? just for full transparency, the <laughs> one time I've ever missed a gig was because there was another uh, woman that they were. Um, Conflicted I remember that with, too. And you, Rel was booked for that gig. <laughs> and it was the one time ever in my DJ career I didn't show up, and it had to do with uh, some self esteem uh, and or, money, money in Rel's pocket. Yeah, no, no, whatever. Longer set. Good for him. I'm happy for him. Um, and, uh, but, you know, honestly, in, in all seriousness, right, it's like kind of like a sensitive topic for guys because at the time I didn't know what to do. Clearly, I like, I just kind of went with, hey, you're right. I'm wrong. Like, yeah, uh, let me figure this shit out. Right. And, I think that had to do with uh, lots of deeper issues, and we can go into that in the next uh, pod. Yeah, yeah, but absolutely. I think it just comes down um, largely to communication mm-hmm. um, and understanding each other and understanding the goals, right? Like, if you're a working DJ and your job is to provide, you know, not only for yourself, a family, or for your significant other, to better yourselves, like, you got to understand the environment that you went into. Yeah. Also, if you were DJing, prior to the relationship you knew what you were getting yourself into exactly like so that's a that's a big one um if you just started djing then maybe that's a different conversation but you know if this is your income man like you gotta just speak up and and communicate and understand that look that's all there but at the end of the day am i coming home to you yes if you're not that's a then Better, there's, there's another problem, problem. <laughs> then there's, then there's, I know why she's jealous yeah. Or he's jealous yeah. You know what I'm saying um, So at the end of the day I think it just comes down to communication And um, dealing with a jealous person Just comes down to um, You know maybe find different ways to Reinforce um, their, their confidence in you Come home with some flowers Come home with some food you know, yep. l- little tidbits there yeah. mm-hmm. You know, leave, her, leave a note somewhere around the crib mm-hmm. You know, when you leave you know, a little sappy shit. Leaving right. notes saying, "Yo, make sure the dishes are done." Like yeah. no, that, that, that's how you. That's, <laughs> that's how, how you get some that. bullshit. Mm-hmm. That's how you get. I'm sorry, it was right yeah. there. I had to. I, had to, <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't do that, but I had to do that. Yeah, if you, you wouldn't come home. I wouldn't home. do what I had to say. If they found the note, you wouldn't have to come home. <laughs> hey, babe, you know? miss you. Make sure the dishes are done. <laughs> All right. My, so, so my two cents, my quick two cents is um, know what triggers your girlfriend. Mm. Um, figure out. Why she reacts this way? Because it's a reaction. Or boyfriend, we do have women listening. Yeah, one hundred percent. You got to dig a little deep into what makes her tick and why she reacts this way. Because if it's a habit, 
There's something much the way I see it with any relationship, business or well, whatever, and and stuff starts to go south and it becomes a habit. You got to dig. A, there's something that's making them react that way, or something that's making them tick yeah. a specific way. Dig a little deep and figure it out. It probably stems back to you know when they were a teenager, they went through some, or when they were a kid, or when they were a baby, and they don't even realize it. Mm-hmm. You know, and that ultimately makes your relationship better because ah, that's what it is. Yeah, I'm aware. It. I know what it is. Now I can move forward. And once you recognize it, you got to live in the present moment. Like, all right, you're going to go do your thing. Do your thing. You know, like she has to trust you. And it also, it's not, it's, and I don't mean to point the finger at the guy or the girl saying it's their fault. Figure out what makes them tick. But you have to figure out what you're doing that makes her tick, that exactly. sets it off. You have to take and so you have to understand, oh, maybe I shouldn't say that or do that mm-hmm. or say it like that because it triggers something. It always comes back to you. Like, I believe we live in a world where we get what we manifest. Exactly. Shit shit happens to you. Someone screws you over. You manifest that. You created that in your world. So, and it's easy to say, nah, he fucked me mm-hmm. or he he did me wrong or she she's shady. Well, you brought that into your world. Yeah. Like, if we, if we can get a little bit deep into it, you brought that into your world. You brought that into your existence. You wanted that one way or another, even though you can tell me I didn't want this. Or take so, responsibility. So, take responsibility and uh, you know, understand what what you're doing that makes him or her react this way. And also, you know, at the end of the day, in a club, when when a girl's requesting a song, she's got to get in your ear. Yeah. So it's like it looks a lot. It looks suspicious. sketchy. Yeah. It looks uh, suspicious. So you got to understand, like she has to under he or she has to understand that. Look, it's just a song request. Yeah. I'm not reacting to anything. But they have to have that confidence in you to where they don't even think twice about it. You know what I mean? Exactly. So, Good with that? Yeah. Listeners, yeah. you're good? Good? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, okay, this one, let's let's go back to uh, uh, your Avenue set, Mike. The uh, question is, how to make sure the crowd is rocking with you during your set? Uh, uh, when they're not dancing? Yeah. Um, what, what, what would you do to get a gauge on where they're at? Um, I would just pay attention to the movements, the reactions. Like, at the end of the day, like, um, <clears throat> specifically in a, in a venue like Avenue, there isn't much of a dance floor. There's like yeah. a little space in front of the DJ booth, but you're either at a table or at the bar. And so um, you got to just kind of look around, keep your head up, right? Like don't get stuck in in what you're doing. And I, I had a couple of those moments, but um, on that night, but, you know, even applying it to other venues, I think uh, just getting on the mic, uh, talking to people, you know, calling out promoters for being sober, like, like you know what I mean? How's like, that working in your favor? Oh, uh, it, it works great because <laughs> then you force them to like start to drink and nice. then loosen up and, you know, you like don't work so hard. Like I'll say that shit on the mic and it, and, it, and it like creates almost like this, like you're just in a room with your friends. Yeah. And I think um, the biggest thing with, with me is always just being able to create an environment where it's like, look, this is just our party. Like whoever's in here, we're mm. rocking. If you're not like, that's because you got your own situation. Yeah. But we're we're gonna set the vibes, um, play the you know the right records at the right time, and build yeah. into moments. I think it's all about building into moments. Yeah. Um, and you know we live in a social media era where it's cool to be fun for fifteen seconds, and after that, it's like ah, like let me see what else is going on. Exactly. It's timeline. So you know, yeah. just build into the the night and talk to them, and you know, communication, communication. Well, I think you got to be willing to take a little bit of risk. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? If yep. you're if you're working with a crowd that you're not sure uh, how you're going to be able to keep them throughout the night, regardless if your set is four hours or if it's an hour and a half. 
um, you got to be willing to take risks. You know, if you, you, you can play what we consider typical shit. And if that's not going for you, you have to be able to take a risk and go to a different direction and see, okay, is this going to work? Is that going to work? You know what I mean? If you're a, a, a consistent working DJ, then yeah. you know, you know, you have your little sets like we talked about in the last episode, you know, how you pre-plan certain sets and stuff like that. So you have little sets that you do often which are different genres, different vibes, whatever. Yeah. Um, and you have to be willing to take risks, you know what I mean? Um, and then go from there. Okay, if this is not working, go somewhere else. And, you know, you keep fucking swinging until you hit, you know, and that's pretty much, like, how you get them. And then once you got them, you're like, okay, cool. Then, you know, I can stay here for a little bit. This is similar to that. I know they might vibe with this. Even if you get a third of the crowd to move as opposed to getting, you know, three quarters of them to move, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like, all right, I got some of them to move. You know what I mean? Right. I got the dance floor to move, but the tables are not moving. But then I got the tables to move, but the dance floor is so much. Like that, it's going to fluctuate throughout your set. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Continuously. So you just have to, un- you have to, you have to have a better understanding as that as a DJ. You know, or should say, we should have a better understanding as DJs that you're, you it's going to fluctuate throughout your set. You know, you're going to be, there's going to be times where you got majority of your crowd hype and they're going crazy and they're yeah. saying words and obviously, you know, you're like you said, if we're playing for the ladies, um, the girls are going to be screaming and the fellas are going to kick back and just be, and enjoy watching this shit. You know what I mean? And yeah. there's be times there's going to be that little small set where you be like, all right, I'm going to do something for the fellas real quick. Yeah. You know, you obviously, you don't stay in that too long. Well, yeah. And you got to realize, we don't, like, we live in a generation where people don't dance. No they don't, they don't yeah. dance. Yeah. So don't be. <laughs> and, and the music isn't very dance friendly. Yeah, exactly. With the exception of some of like the, uh, right. the hot girl stuff that's Yeah. Happening. Don't be intimidated the lack movement. by the lack of movement. Yeah. Like, yeah. there's. I'm ha- I, I'm having a blast at the club. I'm just chilling. Like yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm, you know what I mean. I'm not. I, I'm I'm not. I'm not a dancer myself. I'm not going out there. And I'm out there like going crazy and shit. Like yeah. oh, I'm not in my head. If I'm not in my head, and I'm enjoying the drink. I'm having a good fucking time. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't necessarily need to be out there waving my hands in the air like oh shit. Yeah. But it was 2012. You'd be saying? shuffling. Man, I'd be shuffling. I'd be out there shuffling. <laughs> Bro, hey, shuffling. Nigga, I'm shuffling. Yeah. Bro's got a there. shuffling game. Hey, listen. But um, so yeah, I think you you have to pay a little bit more attention to that. You yep. know, just based off, like, all right, cool. If I got some head nods, yeah. you know what I'm saying? If I got some head yep. nods, if I got, if people are having conversations, but they're still yeah. vibing, then you're pleasing your crowd. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Don't, you know, you can't expect, you can't expect um, the, you can't expect the festival shit. Yep. You can't expect people out there mosh pitting, yeah. you know, shuffling up dirt and shit like that. Like, that's not, that's not your setting. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Um, two things. Um I'd say uh, kill the volume when when it comes to uh, an obvious response from the crowd. You know, okay. like I said before, what's my favorite word? Bitch, you know. And then, okay, okay, they're with me. You know, do that. And um, what's my second thing? Um, I think you can see other people. If people are having conversations while you're playing, then they're having a good time. Yeah. If they're standing there just looking cool as fuck, either they really trying to look cool as fuck or they're bored bored exactly but um but yeah i think the the, the big one is killing the volume while uh while while you're getting deeper into your set and utilizing your mic and utilize yeah yeah, yeah that again you connect with the crowd talk to them and you know you you control their energy yeah by what you say on the mic so you know vibe don't force them you know but but vibe with them and get them to that point because it really uh starts with you yeah um. All right. Next question. This uh. This was a lengthy one, so I'm gonna um make it short as possible. This guy said he he was uh. De- Sorry. Oh. <laughs> this guy. Go- 
<clears throat> this guy said he um, travels uh, about five, six hours to um, to help set up a club. He's installed lights and wiring and done all these things for a club. Mm-hmm. And he also DJs there. Okay. But And he became really close with the GM. Okay. Cool. Now they have a new GM. Okay. Got it. She understands what he has done for the club, but he feels like she doesn't value him like the old GM does. And this is costing money, obviously, drive five, six so, hours. Yeah. Um, to to you know do bookings for this club and and to DJ and continue to keep the club, um, the music running. Okay. So he feels he's not getting the respect he deserves, and he's afraid, and he wants to ask for more money, um, because because of his services, but he's afraid she's going to shoot him down or say, "No, nah, we're good. You know, we're, we'll we'll take it from here. You know, just completely cut him out." But he says, "I do, I do. You know, I'm very picky about who I put in the club uh, to DJ." Mm-hmm. So I take my job very serious. So, yeah. so what would you guys? And he wants a raise, or he he just wants more money. Okay, like he said, he wants a uh, hundred and fifty dollars mm-hmm. a, a month, just just for just yeah. I, I don't know if it was per week or I'm, I'm a I'm, it's like a bar situation. I think maybe maybe a month. I don't know, but well, well, hundred like more to book on, DJ. He's basically on salary. Yeah, I think yeah, it sounds like well, he, uh, he, he just, wants the 150 to book the DJs. Okay, okay, so I so mean, that, that makes more sense in travel. I guess it depends like where. I guess it depends where they're from. Yeah, also, yeah, yeah. Right? well, it's it's not in a major city. Okay, okay, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I guess the question would be like how how long how you know how long has this new GM has been there? Right. You know, you I think you have you have to give this new GM some time to realize. The amount of work that you put in for that venue, yeah, you know what I'm saying. You can't yeah. the GM can't be there for a month, two months, yeah, and then be aware of oh, this this person does all these things. You know what right. I mean? Like the the new GM is is getting right. used to what the routine is, trying to um, you know implement some new things into making that venue more money. Yeah. You know what I mean? Bringing more people to that venue, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So I think, based off of I, I'm, I'm assuming if this is just if you're saying this is a new GM and yeah. I'm assuming that they only been there for a short period of time, right? So it just I think you kind of like you kind of have to give it a little bit of time, you know what I mean? Like because yeah. now you're basing it off of the amount of time you've been there with the old GM. Yeah. So for you, yeah, you've been there for a couple of years, yeah. but that GM is like, I'm only been here for a couple of so, months. So give it time. You know, you just got you kind of have to give it time and, that, to build a and relationship. I think it's I think it's unfortunate for that DJ. Yeah, it's unfortunate for you, but you have to understand that situation. You know. Yeah, I mean that happens all the time. Exactly. Nightlife, you know, like things change. Ex- and things shit. Cha- change around all the time, and it's almost like you gotta kind of have to hit that reset button, and you be like, all right, cool. Well, now I gotta. I got to show this new GM the amount yeah. of work that I'm willing to do and how serious I take this job and and the um the uh the 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 impact that I bring to right. this venue. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, I guess you just you just have to give it time a little bit more time to for for that new GM to uh appreciate and realize and be aware of the yeah. amount of work that you put in. This is all assumption. I mean, I I used to be in that position uh back in the day with Infusion Lounge. Yeah. I think the the biggest thing for me was and I went through three or four GMs. Mm, yep. and I think the the thing that um, was really important to every single one of them was understanding your value. Yep. So, like, whoever you're bringing in, you know, those guys should be able to say, man, like, this person's really easy to work with. This person always puts me on, whatever, whatever. And if you show your value there, that's one thing. The second thing I always do is 
I'd break the ice with some sort of a gift, you know, if it's a woman, mm. you know, might do an edible mm. arrangement. If it's a male, you might see what their interest is and maybe, I don't know, get them like a freaking Starbucks gift card. I don't yeah. know, like something to break the ice that just lets you say like, hey, look, like I know you're new, like we're working together, like yeah. something to connect with them yeah, and, yeah. And, and just have that normal conversation because obviously you're going to have to have the business conversation. Obviously. And so I, I find that it's always easier to do things with people that you're like, oh, I could kind of see eye to eye with you on yeah. fucking my Starbucks order. Exactly. I think yeah. in a sense you got to kind of be grateful too because the new GM could have came in and cleaned house. True. Yeah. And that sounds like that's what he was concerned about because he's like, even though he said he's cool with her, he like, you, you, you he hasn't seen her react to, in a negative way and he didn't want to be at the example. Yeah. You know? And um, look, somebody, sorry to cut you off, no, but at the end of the day, in any situation, if you're going to get let go or fired or whatever, don't forget there's a blessing behind that door that can yep. maybe make, somebody's Amen. down to pay you $250. For real. Everything in this industry is temporary at times. Yeah. And I understand maybe that is a little more complicated in a smaller city, but at the end of the day, like opportunities come at the right time for a reason. Yep. Yeah. Um, so I had, I, I went back and forth in trying to give this guy advice. And, uh, from what I remember, cause these are voice notes that I was sending him. I wasn't trying to text my three minute answer. No, you ain't trying to get screenshot. <laughs> <I know. laughs> so, so, so my, my advice was like, uh, from what I remember, well, well, what I, what I basically told him was, look, um, send an email saying, um, this is, you know, this is, this was my relationship before with the guy, uh, with the uh, previous GM and, um, you know, and moving forward, this is, you know, I'd like to be compensated for my services. Cause I, I am, you know, I'm very, I take my job very seriously, yeah. you know, booking DJs and all that. Um, I'd like to be compensated plus, you know, a little bit of extra cash for, for the travel and all that. Um, but you know, I like $175 Maybe not. I don't. I didn't tell him word it like that. But basically, I told him, just say that you want one hundred and seventy five dollars for your services, and if and if that's too much or it's just not within the clubs, because uh, I told him, you know, sometimes the clubs are going through it, yeah, and they don't have that extra one hundred and seventy five or whatever extra hundred, yeah, you know, to take care of you. And if that's and just, you know that's the case, you know, just tell, hey, just just keep it a hundred with me, like. You know, it seems like the club's doing well. The numbers are good. Mm -hmm. And this is what I bring to the table. I like to be compensated for what I'm doing. I feel like I can take things to another level, yada, yada. So so I'd like, you know, 175. So he did that. Yeah. And he said what he got in return was, yes, we'll give you 150, which is what he originally wanted. Yeah. So he, I, I told him to go a little higher. because obviously. You're, you're going to want to meet you. It's not, it's not in the middle, but they're going to want to meet you somewhere. They want to compromise a little yeah, bit. Yeah, so if you would have said 150, they probably would have said 125. 125 Look, yeah. when you're negotiating, no one wins. Exactly. Well, and you know? who has, at the end of the day, like, when you're the one that needs the money, or maybe not need, but are yeah. requesting, the leverage is on them. For sure. Yeah. So, and then, and then you're, you'll find out what, at, in that moment, you'll find out what she's about mm -hmm. and, and what the club is about and how they value you. And if they don't, then it's just, and you can, or you know what? Uh, I respect your decision. I got to keep it moving. Mm -hmm. You know, I can't be of service because for obvious reasons, but, but, but keep it open. I told them if she were to say, no, just say, just say, you're going to keep it moving. But when, if the opportunity comes up that you want me back, um, I'm open to the conversation and, you know, let's, let's talk, Absolutely. but you, but it doesn't always have to be 
that's it. I'm out. Like, you know, in this yeah. business, you always leave doors open because, yeah. like Mike said, there's so much moving around. Exactly. Things change. So I'm glad it worked out for that guy. Yeah. Um, dealing with other DJs, attitudes, opinions on the club, management. But what, what do you guys, what, what do you guys, how, what's your reaction when you just got that, that very sour and salty DJ and you're in a conversation when you're just like, dude, you are fucking, you, you hate life right now. Like, what, how, how do you guys react to these types of DJs? Because it seems like a lot of DJs are bitter. Yeah. On social media. Yeah. There's always, think, there's always something to talk about or complain about. I feel you, you, you just have to be realistic to the fact that everyone's entitled to their opinion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you you get to choose what you do with these opinions. Like you were saying, you know, everyone's responsible for their own manifestation, right? Yeah. Yeah. So if you're allowing if you you are allowing someone else's opinion to affect who you are, that's your problem. Mm-hmm. That if that if that DJ wants to be negative or sour or whatever, let that DJ be negative and sour. That's not gonna fuck up my bag. Yeah. It's not gonna fuck up my day. You know what I'm saying? Um, you just kind of like you just all right, just chalk it up, cool. I don't need I don't need to interact with you much, so that it is what it is. You know, if you're a sour, if you feel like a DJ or a promoter or someone is, you know, if you got to just be cordial with them to get your bag, then be cordial and keep it pushing, and then that's what it is. You know what I mean? That's yeah. I just feel like you can't tell someone you can't be like, yo, you fucked up. You know, everyone's entitled to their opinion. You know, everyone we all have different opinions on yeah. different situations and scenarios yeah so just be realistic to that and just don't allow it to fuck your shit up you know what i mean and yeah. keep it pushing um sometimes the best thing i ever said was nothing at all 100 percent. like you want to jump into the the different conversations that go out there people's opinions and whatever else but then the day like every individual has their own point of view mm-hmm. and yeah. what they want to do and and how they look at things and you know, I I know old bitter DJs who want to complain about the young and the ones that are doing it, and I could be doing that. Well, uh-huh. you know what? You ain't everything that you're saying that you could. Why aren't you? That's exactly. not you. Yeah. That's not. And then anybody else, you know, on the other side of it, you know what I mean? Like, it's just point of view and it's perspective. Everybody has their own individual thing, and I'm, at the end of the day, go ahead, have that. You could have that. Yeah, I'm good. I'm gonna focus on my race. And yeah. that's it. So I think uh, whether you don't care about this DJ or, or or if you're close to him, I think you should just ask them why. Whatever they're saying, like why do you feel this way? And and just see what they say. You mean it's like trying to get a better understanding? Yeah, of it? just why, why do you feel this way? And you know it because it's it's toxic. It's a toxic it can be a toxic conversation. It's a it's a toxic mindset. So like I said, if you care about them, you should mm-hmm. probably help them yeah, understand yeah. or get through it. But if you don't care about me, you know, don't, like my sister, stay quiet. Yeah. Um, I'm for either. But if you want to help this person, give them, give them some perspective, you know, help them, help them understand, help them hear themselves. When you say, why do you feel this way? They're going to complain and then they're going to, but they're going to hear themselves mm-hmm. like, yeah, but why would you look at it like that? And then they're going to complain. Okay, I get that, but what if you looked at it like from their perspective? Yeah. And then, you know what I'm saying? Like they will eventually get it. Playing devil and then you can tell them, like, look, I'm not trying to, like, I'm not calling you wrong. I just want to really understand where you're coming from. And, yeah. and, you know, maybe you should just see it different. If that's not, you know, maybe you look at it different, take a different approach because it seems like it's not working for you. Yep. 
So who said the quote? Who who said the quote? If you don't like something, either change it or change your attitude about it. I can't remember who who mm-hmm. quoted that, but something well, that sounds you, accurate. You, yeah, you need to live by it. Um, I got a, a nice one here that says uh, turntablism versus programming. Should one be sacrificed for the other? I think this is a good time to share that story that I told you about with uh, with a, a turntablist. Mm. So I was talking to uh, another turntablist, and we're hanging out in the club, and he says, man, you know, what do you think about so-and-so? I said, he's dope. Love his uh, stuff. Love his routines and all that. He said, man, I, uh, I vouch for him because he's one of my favorite DJs right now. Mm-hmm. And this guy, like, his, this guy's word, who I'm talking to, let's call him DJ A. Uh, DJ A's word can go a long way for bookers because he's well-respected. Mm-hmm. So he says, um, you know, I try vouching for DJ B, the guy that we're talking about, and uh, and at least seven bookers have told me this dude ain't, like, technically incredible. Programming? Not it. Not it. Like, like not bad, but... Not we wanted more. We were expecting more. Yeah, right. and I don't know. Maybe they fell short and on like eh, we we paid X amount for this guy. He, yeah, you know. So and so I'm talking to him. I'm like, really, this dude? He's like, yeah, man. Like, and it's crazy because I'm 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 just confused. And I looked at the booker like, how this guy's incredible. Mm-hmm. It seems like he gets it. I've heard him, and and it just like I haven't really. I've heard this guy, but I haven't heard him in those spaces. In you know. Where it's just random people. It's not like a DJ friendly situation and it's not his backyard. And uh and you know, maybe in those spaces you you have to or, or in any space, like end of the day, if people aren't coming to see you do some routines like Four Color Zach or Jay Espinoza, like you you went to see some shit. Like yeah, you saw I Jay saw Miles and, and, yeah, and Miles. Jay, yeah. Okay, if you're not going to see that, the DJ has to be aware of that and just and the, the way he was saying was like Give them the McDonald's menu. Don't try and do anything off the menu. Just give me the Big Mac. Give the club the Big Mac, you know? And we're watching, um, we're actually watching uh, Just Incredible in that moment. He's like, look what Justin's doing. He's giving them Big Macs. He's giving them a large order of fries. That's exactly what they want. And he's giving them to mm. nothing crazy. Just, just give them what they want. And, and so there's that fine line of, you know, if you're a guy that has routines, not even like a turntables, guys that have routines, mm. um, you know, do I do the routine because this is what I'm known for? This is what I'm trying to be known for? Mm-hmm. Or or do I just give them the Big Macs? And I think you really got to fill it out in that moment. Yeah. I pull back on a handful of routines because I'm like, no, no, no. Just just give them the Big Macs. Just mm-hmm. give them what they know. You don't know, no need to get cute with it. Just give them what they know. And, and you know, there'll be a time and place for those routines or to get or to start scratching or get creative with it. Um, so I'd have to say just give them what they want and then figure out how you can work yourself into that. Yeah. Well, that goes back to like <clears throat> knowing your crowd, knowing your room, right? Exactly. Like, For sure. When you went to go see Jay and Miles um, at that venue, like there's a lot of DJs in the room. Like it could have been DJ reunion because people know that brand. People know the people that are, you, you kind of know what to expect. Yeah. People went there specifically that. for that. So people are going to appreciate and understand that. And then you explained that <clears throat> Jay didn't really go that route, like as yeah. hard. Yeah. yeah right. And so, which is perfectly fine because there's still a room full of people that want to vibe or dance and exactly. do whatever. And so, in the sense of like, I know a, a good amount of like turntableist DJs or guys with routines. And we were just talking off camera, like 
you know, a good friend of ours was just like, not complaining, but like pointing out that what was wrong with this person with another DJ set, yeah. mm-hmm. in their opinion, was the lack of creativity. Yep. Yeah. Specifically, he said, no wordplay, no like effort, no trick mixing. I think there's a huge difference between no effort and no tricks, no yeah. wordplay, right? Because yeah. in hot take, sure. Wordplay is dead. Like yeah. in the in the sense of like the room you're in, like I, I get it. All the all the routines and the stuff that we put up online or guys put up online and, mm-hmm. and there's guys that are still doing it right. Yeah. But like the amount of level of people wanting to hear that in a venue or in a club. Yeah. Unless there's a historical <clears throat> Well, I don't think people ask for it. <laughs> Fuck no. They don't know what it is. Absolutely. But, like, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's it's a cool you get cool points by somebody who understands what's going on. Let's go see Jay Spinoza. His word plays are I, tight. I, I snuck one in at Avenue just for yeah, the yeah. sake of it. And like but Shy? Like, huh? The Shy? No, that's just like sample on sample. Yeah, let's say that's not I did that um try to call me out. Uh, no, I, I wasn't calling you out. Yeah, I was just seeing in, if I got in, it right. In Dangerous World, uh, YG, as soon as he starts his verse, goes, A, 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 bust it down, bust it yeah. down, into Tatiana. Got you. Yeah. Simple. But melodically, it just sounds good. Yeah. And yeah. so that's the only reason I even did it, because if, even if somebody caught it, all right, cool, they're like, oh, dope. you actually did something. That's two tracks that was that different. Familiar. But the shy shit went over yeah. really well. Yeah, it did. And so, um, yeah, it's just like, I don't think, people don't give a fuck about it. Like, they don't. They yeah. just, just want to hear their shit, and that doesn't. And that's not going to be before. That could have been a nice chunk of your set, but that's not what's going to separate someone from going. Yo, he had a dope set. Mm. To not, there's other things that are going to become that factor. Yeah. And so when you're going into other venues or out of town, you just got to know the different different parts of it. And the other argument I kind of we had on this story, just because we do know these DJs, is it. And I'll say this because. That person, DJ B, was being compared to to Just Incredible. Mm-hmm. Just Incredible is a ray of sunshine when he's in a room. Mm. The man just has yeah. a likable personality. Be yeah. personality. He's a great human being. Mm-hmm. Like I have a, a tons of co- conversations with him all the time, just on some regular life shit. Yeah, and not to gas him up, right? But like at the end of the day, like I know how he is in a room. I've walked in in a room with him. It's all smiles. It's handshakes and this and that. DJ B. I think it's literally walk straight to your turntables, plug in, go through routines, and read a little bit of the crowd. I'm not going to say he doesn't read the crowd. Yeah. But like he's not shaking hands. He's not looking for the GM. He's not looking for the promoter. Yeah. He could care less who's popping bottles. Yeah. Because they understand. Like, they have their artist. They have their brand. But like, I, I would recommend any DJ. doesn't matter who you are. Like if you have if you reflect your personality, shake everybody's hand. You don't know who's gonna become who. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I've definitely shook some hands of some security guards or a host, and they become the GM or even a vice president of the entire fucking yeah company. Hundred yeah. percent. So, you know, just a little advice. Well, I don't think. Uh, let me say this. I don't, I don't. I think you can. Um, I think there could be some type of compromise to it. You know what I mean? I don't think you're if you're a turntableist, if you're a turntableist that you know you're trying to uh, you can. You can take those routines that you have and still have your programming be top notch. Like you said, give serve them those Big Macs. Yeah. You know what I mean? At the same time, still incorporating your turntable style and still be able to uh give those Big Macs in there. Uh, good point, because I think if you want to get your turntable rocks off, 
do it to extremely familiar exactly, stuff. Exactly. Exactly. You know, why you not? Know, why, why not? Why not do, not do it to this is how we do a Montel exactly. or something like that the people will know. No. But at the same time, you don't want to get carried away because some people will be like, yo, just play the fucking song. Just play the fucking song. So, so you know, it's definitely, definitely has to be some, or yeah, should yeah, be. Yeah. Or, or do it at the end of the night when no one cares. You know what I'm saying? If you're yeah. an opening DJ, you can do this shit all day and tomorrow. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I feel like, but you know, if you're, if you guys are, um, are headlining DJs and you guys want to incorporate it, I see it. Cause I see guys like Scene who still do it. I see guys like Sprite yeah. that still do it. Sprite makes every fucking edit it. He's cutting, he's doing all this shit. Yeah. But you know, he's not taking away from, you know, serving those Big Mac subs and, and, and playing the more familiar shit that his crowd, it's not taking away from his crowd and his crowd is, is is with him. They hear it. They love it. You know what I mean? They're going all that. So I know there's guys out there that are, are able to compromising their, their turntable style and giving and still focusing on their programming and giving yeah. the crowd what they want. So I think, you know, there's there's a happy medium to it. Okay, next question. We've got two more uh, since we are getting to that time. Um, where'd it go? Uh, when DJs... Okay, so when DJs look for uh, a new booking, should they focus on a specific style? So the way, the way I'm taking this question is, if I'm if I'm going to let's say uh, I don't know San Diego, mm-hmm. do I reach out to clubs that cater to what I like to do, or do I just or do I just try and get in San Diego? Mm. You got to stick to your brand. Yeah. In my opinion, if you want to be the most successful, like if you're just, I mean, if you're just looking to fill up your calendar or like, yeah, do whatever. But this also goes back to um, when it doesn't matter what city, but if you want to play at a certain venue, let's call it the peak venue, yeah. top five. Yeah. And then you, but you get your foot in the door into like venue 11 or mm-hmm. 10, right? Like, but that might put a ceiling or uh, at least a speed bump yeah. to getting to the other ven- other venues by just holding off. Yeah. Right? Or they don't pay as much as they pay. But now the city knows kind of what you're rated. Yeah. Like, it just comes... I think you just got to stick to your guns, man. Like, yeah. And, and, and work your way up, you know? Yeah. I think in that scenario, there's also a compromise, man. You know, like you know, like Mike Mike was saying, you know, stick to your branding. You, you know, at the end of the day, that's what you want because you that's what you want bookers club owners, whoever, to know you as. Like, that is yeah. your brand. We, we know Danger Zone's brand. You know, yeah, yeah. we know Mickey Ward's branding. Um, you want to stick to that. But at the same time, if a venue or a booker is, is um, they're known for a certain type of whatever vibe or anything like that, right. you still want to be able to deliver that. Yeah. You yeah. still want to prove that I can deliver yeah. what you're looking for at your, at your venue. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? While still holding the integrity of your branding. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I, again, you know, I think everything for the most part is some type of compromising. You know, going in there and being like, listen, this is my branding, but I can still deliver what you're looking for. You know what I'm saying? I think, uh, like Mike said, if you want to just, just go out and just make a bunch of money and just spin it everywhere and anywhere, um, yeah, go do that. I think one, doing one style will get your foot in the door of that city, but, while you're in that city, go meet the other club yep. owners and promoters, and so they can get a vibe of who you are. And then in conversation, it'll come up with you saying, "No, I play this. I play house music too. Like yeah. you know, this, like you know." It, and if that's your brand, then that's what it is. You play everything. Yeah. You know, it doesn't mean you, you your brand is only EDM. That's all you can play, or 
You're only hip hop. Yeah. That's all you can play. So I think if that's your goal is just to just go out and spin everywhere, then do that. But if you're if you want if all you play is hip hop and that's what you love playing, that's what you want to do, then focus on that. Yeah, you want to target and, the spots. And, and get to that. And and then again, go to let's say the city's not booking you yet. Go to that city or go to those venues and start to get chummy. Start yeah. to meet people and let them know who you are and what you're about, you know, without forcing it on them. Yeah. But ultimately, it's 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 up to you. Because music changes. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. music changes and hip being a hip-hop DJ may not be the thing two years from now. May not be. You know what I mean? Like, being a house producer DJ isn't the thing anymore. And those guys, like, Chucky's a hip-hop DJ now. I, I know he came up doing that stuff. And if you ever get a chance to hear a Chucky hip hop DJ said it's actually really good. Yeah. But he was a hip hop. He was, he, he came up, we knew him to be this EDM house, dirty Dutch guy. Mm-hmm. And he saw the change and he was like, oh no, I'm, I'm going with that because yeah. I actually like playing that music and I want to make that a part of my brand. And I want to make, I don't, I want to keep my, my brand up and I want to make good money while I'm doing it. Yeah. Like this, this is who I am. I'm going to do it. Yeah. You know? Tiesto's not going to go out and play in all hip hops. I mean, I don't know. Maybe he is. He might. I don't, we never <laughs> but know. I haven't heard it, and I haven't heard of it. Yeah. But, but um, I mean, he can hire a producer to do it. He can hire a producer. Yeah. <laughs> but go. yeah, so you know, it just depends on what your focus is, and and at the end of the day, no matter what, it really comes down to your relationship. Yeah. All right. So uh, last question: Top five DJs, dead or alive? Mm. I was, dre- I'm a, I'm a, I was dreading getting to this question. I'm going to go first because I'll, I'll kind of set it for you guys. So DJ AM is off the table because he should be everyone's, if not top, it top should, five. He should be in the top five. Kind of yeah. set the tone Easy. for That's us. fair. That's yeah. fair. Okay, all on yeah. the same page. We're all agree that so, in my top five. I, I will in no specific order though, right? No specific order. It doesn't have to be. So uh, I'll say this. I think I, order. <laughs> no, I don't. Okay. When, when I first came up and after I started going to Vegas, this is like 08, 09, around 08. And I got to really see DJs, you know, really flex their muscles and get out of L.A. Mm-hmm. Um, there were five DJs that I thought were the illest, like talking skill-wise and mm-hmm. just who I had saw. So at that time, and I'll still go out and see these guys if they're in town. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sprite, mm-hmm. Scene, mm-hmm. Presto, mm. um, Melody. And there was one more that that was uh oh five, yes yeah five was up and then from a programming standpoint I used, I would uh, to this day he doesn't DJ as much but I used to love going to see Dave Fogg oh yeah Dave Fogg was, Dave Fogg, Dave Fogg would tell sleeper, you what's gonna bro. be next he told you trap was next he told you twerk was next he told you Afrobeats was next bro. like Dave, like Dave, was, Dave sleeper, was on top of bro. everything people sleep on Dave yeah. man and I'm not saying that because he's my dad or anything but that's what it is that's my top. Um shit, man. Chalk. Wait, so, for wait, sure. So we're not taking Easily. a slot well, from AM. Like we're not putting in a slot for AM, is what you're saying. AM's off the table. So you still need yeah, five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so five, five after AM. Yeah, okay. yeah. Chalk yeah, for so. sure, melody. Um believe it or not. And I don't I I like we Oh, that's disrespectful. We're what? Off the bat, believe it or not. What you mean? I mean, you, you got to like well, set no, it no, up. I'm like, saying, no, I'm saying this. I'm saying this. So like he ain't shit, but I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't because I don't I don't know if uh, a lot of people know about him. Oh, okay, a lot, you. a lot of people later, and I'm saying this because again, I don't know about him, and I, I don't personally know him like that. We've, we've met each other um, here and there. Crooked from Vegas. Oh yeah, yeah. Crooked, yo, I fucks busy. with Crooked. He gets down. Uh, yeah. Um, 
five. That's, that's that New York shit. Right um, and maybe that's what it is. Yeah, I think yeah. I, Crooked was one of the first DJs that I've heard in Vegas. Um, shout out to uh, our brother D Miles. Um, five was one of the first guys I heard in Vegas and Crooked. And Crooked, like, you know, when we start, when we were making it, obviously, like, I think the sprites and the scenes, like, I think those guys are givens. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, when I first heard Crooked, I was like, I was mind blown. I was yeah. like, oh, shit. Like, and he was doing, um, he was doing the smaller room at Tau. Oh, yeah, the I opium think, room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I can't remember who was headlining uh, in the main room at the time, but we were all, we were all there, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. We all were there, whatever. And um, that's when D-Miles had a bunch of us staying at his crib and shit like that. Um, and we went to go see Crooked, and I was like, yo, what the fuck, bro? And I was just mind blown. But, yo, so Crooked has always been, like, one of my favorite guys um, to listen to. And um, uh, XL. Oh, yeah. XL. Yeah. Boy, that was one of the biggest surprises of the Mickey D show, because we didn't know anything about him. XL? They, he just got vouched for heavily. We're like, all right, fuck it. Man, XL, that, that whole crew with, like, you know, him, Impulse, Impulse. Um, yeah. and those guys, like, they're, oh, they just... Some of their crew? Big scratch mechanics? Big scratch, scratch mechanics, yeah, yes, yes, yes. Those guys, um, they just, they just, their their whole, like you were saying about Justin Incredible, like their whole, like their whole being, real humble, cool ass dudes. Yeah. Um, their style, their their style is fucking phenomenal. Like yeah. I love yeah. the way they like they, they just were, get they down. were doing it years years. Ago. That's what I'm saying, man. Yeah. And these these guys are these guys that I feel like I listed are guys that have been doing this shit for years. Yeah, and. Are just you know they love the craft they love the art you know what I mean they they these are the guys that are traveling they're incorporating you know the turn they're still doing the turntable shit but still serving up the Big Macs as Danger was saying yeah. like these are those type of dudes that are out there still giving everybody what they want and you know still keeping still keeping um, their branding intact and not just quote unquote selling out to whatever the wave is at the time right so I would say right that. on. Mike, Michael, ended with you. It's such a tough do list. This. I don't. I really don't. Because I was thinking about it when we were um, when the the whole rap top fifty. I was like, "Fuck, we should do a really, we should really do a top 50. 10, top twenty. We did top fifty DJ. Be kind of crazy because then now you're oh really offending some people. Yeah, possibly. But like a top five does make it a little easier. No, um, I think we should do a top fifty. Let's offend some people. All right, let's rock some feathers. We'll, we'll rock it. We'll, we'll throw <laughs> let's it let's up. Some feathers, Ryan. We DJ want to Studio smoke. Post it. <laughs> right. Who knows? But um, I would say for me, all right. So AM's like again, just he's off needing to pick someone. Um, I'm gonna say Jazzy Jeff mm. uh, for sure yeah. is is up there. Four Color Zach. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. And then this is where it gets a little tricky because uh, I would Mr. Chalk, mm. I would throw in there for sure. Mellow D as well. Absolutely. So to the fifth slot is like, there's so many dudes that inspired our upcoming. Yeah. I yeah. Would, in that slot, if I had to just call it a rotating honorable mention, I would say the Sprite, uh, DJ Sprite, DJ Excel, DJ Five. Um, it's too many, man. Five, five. I love you, but you were, you were. I, I'm, a, I'm gonna call him out. You were way tighter a couple years back, and I, I'm like, because I know you're dope. 
You could be. You're so dope. I'm just you calling. Getting lazy. I don't know, man. He's, he's, he's comfortable. Eating, he's you know eating, he's eating right good. He's eating good. He's working out. He looks great. Oh, so you're saying I'm he was better him. when he was old, when he was heavier? Yeah, like uh, uh, like, like, like Jonah, like Jonah Hill. Now he's conscious. He was yeah, funnier okay. when he was. Same thing with Seth. Now I'm just messing with you. No, I just like to give a shit. But no, no, he's he's super. Five's like one of those dudes that still to this day like. He's DJing anywhere. Like, gotta go check him out. Yeah, yeah, for um, sure. And um, got other. I mean, shit. D Miles. Uh, yeah, is one of those dudes that D Miles is, is just super so slept clean. on. Yeah, he's so yeah. clean. He's um, and and has always been on top of his uh, selection game. And you know, just for the sake of honorable mentions, current that I feel I could take those slots. I, I would give it up to like a. Dre Sinatra or mm-hmm. Just Incredible and guys like that that are just, you know, they got the voice. DJ Bad. Like, yeah, bad. It's hard, man. It's hard to like give like Butch. a top five. I mean, Butch is fucking great. Yeah. Like, that's where it's like, that's what, maybe a top 50. That's what I'm saying. We got to do a top 50, man. Because the, the fifth one, it just, are comes we going to put ourselves in the top 50? I'm putting myself in the fucking top 50. Fuck that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't. Really do care. I make your top fifty? Really Absolutely. That's what I was going. I was getting ready to say. How come we none of us put each other in, in our top fives? You know, because we're sick of each other. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> because we don't. We don't want to give yeah, each other right, egos. Right, like right, right. Uh, he's he's confident. He's good. He's good. He's in a happy relationship. Yeah. They don't need any more confidence. They're good. <laughs> I'll listen to Row Before Danger. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, exactly. Talk shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But I love you equally. <laughs> I ain't got here. I don't care what you got to say. What's up, bro? Yeah, say, what's up, bro? Wrap this shit up. That's, well, I mean, shit. I mean, that was a good talk. You know, guys, please uh, continue giving us your questions. Yeah, uh, we're, we're going to do episode, every episode. We'll do a question. Question, uh, yeah. Episode, but, but every 10 episodes. Every 10, we'll, we'll, we'll spend on um, just answering the questions. And yeah. you guys keep sending them in. You know what I mean? Uh, I, um, we were a little light this week, huh? With what? With the questions? No, we no? still had more than nah, that. We had a lot. Yeah, oh, okay, yeah. okay. I mean, I uh, got a lot of questions. So shout yeah, out to keep, all those. I still, people I'm that still holding on to a couple of questions. So trust that. me, guys. If we haven't gotten to your questions now, we will get to them at some point. Um, yeah. Please be patient with us. A lot of people are hitting us up. So, uh, but keep sending, keep sending them in, and send some smoke. Send some smoke. Send some smoke. Send us what you don't like. Some you know smoke I mean? signals. Don't, again, don't just send the smoke because we're saying send the smoke. Send some, you know. No, we love the constructive criticism. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, please, please, please. Most importantly, though, screenshot, share, yes, tag us, tag uh, all of us, all of us. Especially uh, you IE motherfuckers. <laughs> don't want to <laughs> Sammy Sam. Oh, yeah, to correct them. <laughs> He goes, oh, my bad. And I was like, yeah, it's all good. That's why I'm here. But, you know, whatever. Uh, but make sure to tag us all. Um, and, uh, you know, we're going to show you guys some love. And, yeah, uh, absolutely. Repost. We try to repost everybody. Repost everybody. And uh, thank you guys for tuning in. We uh, went pretty long on this episode, but yep. for good reason. Thanks for tuning in. This was episode 10. Yes. Yes. So uh, we'll catch you guys uh, in the next one. Peace. Peace.